Grace and Louise. I'm Grace. And I'm in crisis. Also, my name is Louise. She can't get her toenail polish off. It's the gel stuff. Like, the other stuff picked off, but... No, that's coming off. Alright. Well, today we thought that we would, um... You know, it's Friday, and we thought that we would maybe go back to basics... We've been doing some more exciting things, like last week we gave you a real long one with some fan fiction. Now this week we're going to go back to some good old BuzzFeed quizzes, and horoscopes, and um, more importantly, our fun activity is going to be listener Q&A. Why are you moving your head like that? They can't see you. It's not for them, it's for me. Okay, okay, alright. Well, let's get this show on the road. Alright, so we're going to start with some BuzzFeed quizzes, and um, you want to tell the people what you're drinking? Uh, seven Deadly Zins. And I'm drinking a white wine I found at Trader Joe's called The Delicious Monster, which felt like me, so I thought I needed to buy it. Fair. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so I guess I'll do my quiz first. I'm so sorry, everybody. Wow. But it's like... 8 o'clock. Great to know. Thank you. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> um, I bought uh, Louise some um, frozen macarons from Trader Joe's. And they have to thaw so she can eat them. If we ever get a P.O. box and we have enough fans to send us fan mail, send me macarons. Spare enough? Sift cupcakery macarons. <laughs> All of them. Sounds good. We'll put it on our website that we don't have. Yep. <laughs> www.doesnexist.com. One, two, three, four, Internet Street. <laughs> okay, this quiz. I thought that I could not tell you the title, but all the questions are specific to the quiz itself. So, um, like. But I think I know what one is. Yeah, she probably knows, but I was just. I knew that we needed to take it. So. It's um, called, Which One of Jenna Marble's Dogs Are You? Yeah. Are you Papaya, Square, Sermit, or Beaver? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you haven't watched uh, Jenna Marbles on YouTube, um, if you're an old person, you might remember her old videos where she, w- like, her most popular video was, like, how to trick people into thinking you're good looking. But I became a later fan, um, as I think Louise... You liked her mm-hmm. from I'm, I'm old, ass old school. Yeah. But um, she mostly just makes ridiculous videos of her doing really dumb shit. And um, her videos are a lot of her dogs. And she has uh, four dogs. Um, two Italian greyhounds named um, Peach and Kermit. And a little old chihuahua with no teeth named Marbles. Which is where her name came from. 
and um, they just got a full-size Greyhound named Bunny. So, this quiz is to see which... Speed it up! So sorry. Not everyone is us, so I just wanted to give them a little context, okay? Yeah, they should be us. Well, they're not. Okay, first question. Um, some of these are photos, um, but I feel like I can just describe them. Which one of these Jenna looks scares you the most? So the first one is when she glued rhinestones all over her face to create a full mask. The second one is when she uh, experimented with prosthetics and she looks a little bit like um, one of the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. Um, the third one is when she did a hundred layers of everything makeup. So there's way too many eyelashes. And the fourth one is when she tried to paint herself so she could camouflage into her chair. Um, I have a really weird phobia of prosthetics. Um, and they make me nauseous, so I'm going to go with that one. Okay, gotcha. Um, choose your favorite Julian look. The first one is him with a very long yellow extension. He's got a big ponytail. Second is in a full chef outfit. Third one is uh, when they did the fake tattoos and he's got some hot pink hair. And the last one is him in his jujitsu outfit. Um, I kind of like all of those, so I guess I'll go with jujitsu. Okay. Choose one of Jenna's catchphrases. I'm going to try to say them right. Hell yeah! Mm -hmm. I got a basketball game tomorrow! I'm a Virgo! I'm a 32-year-old lady! I'm a 32-year-old lady! <laughs> Pick something to eat. Watermelon. Everything. The picture is just like a cutting board covered in charcuterie. Um, chicken. Peanut butter. Um, we were just talking yesterday about how I'm craving charcuterie. Well, maybe that was today. I'm craving charcuterie. It was yesterday. Okay. So I'll go with everything. Charcuterie! Well, it says everything, but it's a picture of charcuterie. So. Oh. Oh, well. Whatever. Finally, choose a classic video of the dogs. I filmed my dog whenever he cried or was nasty for 24 hours, treating my dogs like babies for a day, reading mean comments about my dogs, how to mildly annoy your dogs. Reading mean comments about my dogs. <laughs> that was one of your ones. You got marbles. Marble. Yep. You are brave, loyal, and decisive, just like Mr. Marble. Also old and crotchety, <laughs> and my tongue sticks out. <laughs> when I took it, I also with marble. What? Yes. <laughs> Did you choose a lot of the same answers as me? Um, I think some of them, yeah. Let's see. I did. Um, the hundred layers of makeup was my most scared one. I chose Jen Julian with the yellow ponytail. I said, hell yeah, for my catchphrase. That's a good one. I did pick everything for something to eat. And I did choose reading mean comments about my dogs. I only got like two that were the same as you, but. Maybe, Maybe there's like one um, like cornerstone answer. That yeah. If you answer it a certain way. You're going to get that dog. All right. My turn. All right. Let me settle in. We switched spots today, which we never do, so I got the creaky couch. Yes, y'all are going to be hearing a lot more. She's a wiggle worm. But I, just, I just needed a change. 
And besides, I feel like my voice is a little bit louder than Grace's, and we can always barely hear Grace because she's sitting in this chair. <laughs> my wine bottle's, like, really perspiring, and so the little ring on the couch. Why are you fucking on my couch? <laughs> uh, it's in perfect, pristine condition. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to tell you what this is about, but pick a drink. Juice, smoothie, milk, or coffee. Smoothie. Pick some fruit. Mango. Ew. Pear. Mm. Strawberries. Mm. Or blueberries. <gasps> blueberries. Pick some bread. Let's get this bread. <laughs> uh, English muffin. Mm. A baguette. Mm. Croissant. Mm. Or toast. Croissant. Croissant. Pick something savory. Omelette du fromage. Mm-hmm. Or just not. Says omelet, but I had Sexy. to quote Dexter. Um, sausage or sausage, as Americans like to say. Yeah, uncultured swine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> eggs, Benedict Cumberbatch, or bacon. Omelet, sausage, eggs, Benedict, bacon. Sausage. 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 Lastly, pick something sweet. Pancakes, waffles. Crepes or pastries? Pancakes, waffles, crepes or pastries? Pankuken. Pankuken. Ooh. So this quiz was, eat some breakfast and we'll tell you when you're getting married. Oh. And you'll get married in your 30s. What the? You're definitely interested in marriage, but you want to make sure you get the rest of your life on track first. Well, like, that's fair, but, like, I can still get married at the place that I'm in right now. I just don't want to have kids till I'm, like, in my 30s, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm listening to you. I figured I still also take it. I haven't actually taken it yet. Okay, take it. Uh, oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> um, I got, you'll get married in your 50s. <laughs> it may seem like a long time to wait, but it'll be well worth it. Oh. I always get like far away ages. Always. That's depressing. I typically take the quizzes and it's like 32 years old. And I'm like, oh god, that's so far away. <laughs> but 50? <laughs> 50s. It's like 20 years. That that's ain't no 32. In, that's more than 20 years away. It's almost <laughs> longer away than I am old. <laughs> Bowie will be long dead by then. Wow. <laughs> I haven't drank enough of my wine for that to be. <laughs> Look at her, her ass is off the blanket. <laughs> she doesn't know how to lay on things good. <laughs> Alright, well, time for our main event. Um, I decided this week, well, I suggested this week that we should do some... No, she decided. I suggested it and Louise said okay. I said sure. You said you liked the idea and what a smiley face. Yeah, because what else am I supposed to say? No, let's do something else. <laughs> no. Well, we got a, a listener mail from our favorite listener, my sister. And Shh, I didn't know that. <laughs> and it made me think she asked us some questions to talk about on the podcast. So I thought that it would be fun to get some other questions from our couple listeners. <laughs> so um, I put together your questions and we're going to um, A your cues. So, what? 
So first I'm going to read this uh, email that we got from uh, Cami. Hi ladies, first time writer, long time listener here. <laughs> All 12 episodes. I just think y'all are the ants pants and wanted to tell you to keep up the good work. I was wondering a couple things though, if y'all have time to write back to your biggest fan, smiley face. Quite literally, I have to be removed from my hospital crane, <laughs> which leads me to my first question. What is a Clark bar anyway? JK, JK, JK. That's the end of You Got Jokes Corner on the business. Wow. Guess we don't choose our podcast for the day. Yeah, really. I've always wondered, if y'all had to switch lives for one day, what would your day be like? Would you try and use your mind to do something great for the other person's life? What would the best part be? And second of all, what's the scariest thing that ever happened to you? For me, it was the first time I ever saw my youngest sister. <laughs> Toodaloo, signed Toasty in Texas. Well, first of all, rude. Um, <laughs> second of all, for her question, okay, so if we had to switch lives for one day, what would our day be like? And would we try to, like, um, do something great for the other person's life? What would the best part be? Well, first of all, um, I would wake up on time. Or I and Grace's life. I'd okay. wake up on time. All right. Um, I would... Um, usually Grace wakes me up, so I'd wake me up on time. Um, and let's see. Um, obviously, I'd make myself the good breakfast. She does really good breakfasts for herself. Um, and I'd leave for work on time. I'd make it to work on time, and um, she has this desk mate who's kind of a chatty Kathy, and I'd put him in his place. <laughs> I'd be like, shut the fuck up. If I want to talk to you, I will tell you. <laughs> Something like that. That might be valuable. Um, <laughs> um, I also would um, strike it rich with a lottery. Obviously, it's that easy. Um, You're going to know how to win the lottery because we switch bodies? Yeah, so I'll have my brain and your brain. They didn't say I, you had to leave your body when I'm in it. Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, let's move on. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I would go to the grocery store after work, and I'd buy some delicious stuff to make for dinner. And I'd spend the rest of my day hanging out with my favorite person in the world, me. That means me, Louise, not me, Grace. And I would do all the things that Louise wants to do, because Louise is always right. What would the best part be about being, living my life for a day? Um... Getting an hour lunch break. <laughs> and also hanging out with me. Okay. Alright. <laughs> what about you? Um, let's see. I think that um, my favorite parts about living your life would be being tall <laughs> and um, tossing my hair around. My flowing, beautiful locks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's in a bun right now, so it's not as sexy. Oh, yeah. Um, I would play your banjo all day. Mm -hmm. And 
And I think that I would, um, because my, like, brain would be in your life, I think that I would try to get a lot of stuff done for you that you haven't been able to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd, you know, like, take care of your, like, student loan paperwork, send some mail, um, call doctors and stuff, and just, like, really, like, nail out the to-do list. So then when you had your life back, you'd be like, oh, my God, what a relief. And um, I'd probably... Uh, fuck up your skin chemistry by not drinking enough water. Mm. And, um... That's, wait, I want to add that to mine. <laughs> I would drink so much water. <laughs> I, I thought that, that that would be one, and I was surprised you didn't say it. Same. <laughs> um, I was just so excited about waking up early for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, um... Oh, yeah, I would eat, uh, three meals that day. Can they all be edamame? No. Damn. They would be balanced meals with uh, different, you know, ingredients and nutrients in them. And, uh, oh, I would drink a real sweet wine and then you'd be really mad when you got back to your life. Oh, talk about a headache. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get your ass drunk. <laughs> you get to deal with this hangover. No, I don't like vodka. I don't get hangovers, so <laughs> drink away, darling. <sighs> that much but when I had like I guess the hard liquor does it to me the wine doesn't do it to me but the vodka did it to me yeah I was just born to be an alcoholic so <laughs> I'm cool fair 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 but yeah I think the best part about um, living your life would be having um, all, all of your physical traits at my disposal like your beautiful hair and your tallness and you know your, your lovely like a uh, Shape. My shape. You actually have a waist, which I'm not used to, so that would be real nice. You touch yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Get your hands off my cooter. (laughs) When I think about myself, I I touch myself. When I think about myself, I touch myself. I I think, going back to me, Mm -hmm. I mean you. Um, I think the best part would probably just be to be in a mind that could see the positives in a lot of things. I tend to live very much in the negative, and I feel like maybe it's just a front, but a lot of the time there's like a positive spin or like a joke to be made or something, just to like see the world from that point of optimism. Mm -hmm. And it would be nice to have, you know, like a Drew. Not your Drew, obviously. I mean, it would be your (laughs) Drew, but... When you live my life, are you going to fuck Drew? Um, I mean, if he's not busy that day. (laughs) I hear he's a great lay. (laughs) Don't listen, Drew. Fair enough. (laughs) Which brings me to questions from Drew. Oh, no! (laughs) No, uh, Cammie's second question. Um, what's the scariest thing that ever happened to you? Oh, my gosh. Do you want to go first? Um, I gotta think about it. Okay. Do you have one? I do. Okay, go ahead. So, I can't remember how old I was. Somewhere between the ages of 8 and 11. Um, my mom was dating a guy she met online. (laughs) And he, actually no, she met him on a cruise. And then they talked online. Anyway, we were visiting him in, like, the LA area. Um, and... I had never been to, like, a warm Southern California beach. So he's like, let's go to the beach. Let's swim in the ocean and, like, let's play around and blah, 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 blah. 
Um, I was like, sweet, that sounds like a fucking fun-ass time. Because <laughs> up where we are, you can get in the water, but it's like it stays like a really cold 60 degrees, sometimes even colder. So you can't really swim in it and enjoy yourself. You just want to die the whole time. Um, but I was out playing in the water and my mom was kind of not paying attention to me. And this was the first time I had been in an ocean. Um, and I wasn't really aware of how to be smart in the ocean. Um, but I got caught in an undertow and like dragged out, hit my head on a rock, was very dizzy, was just like spinning around. Um, and I don't actually remember how I got out of that. The next thing I knew, my mom was like holding my head above water. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. And then, so all of my near-death experiences have happened at the beach, and that's why I hate <laughs> the beach. Reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> all right, your turn. Um, I, like... I didn't really have a lot of, like, um, scary things happen when I was younger because I just didn't do anything. I was thinking of, like, the car accident I was in in college, which wasn't that bad, but it was very scary to me. But I think my MS diagnosis. I think, um, I think scarier than when it actually happened was when I was losing my vision in my eye and I was worried that I was going to be blind in one eye forever. That was very, very scary. And then when I got my actual diagnosis, I was like, I'm going to be blind and I have MS. <laughs> Luckily, I'm not blind anymore. Um, but yeah, that was very, very scary, especially because I didn't know that much about MS. And I was like, am I going to die in like a week? But I found out that's not the case. But um, but yeah, that was that was pretty scary. I uh, they, The doctor like came into the room. Drew was with me, thank God. And... Um, and she said, um, so it's looking like, you know, it's multiple sclerosis. I don't know if you know what that is. She told me a little bit about it. She was like, so it's, it's not a good diagnosis. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> and I like felt like I was going to throw up. And so I was like, can I just, I was sitting on a bed and I was like, I'm just going to lay down right here. Like she was in the middle of talking and I was like, just, I'm just going to lay down. I'm just going to lay down. <laughs> and so then she left, but um, but Drew made it a lot better. So anyway, I think that was probably the scariest thing. Fair. And here's the deal: through all of that, there was still just like this like <laughs> optimism that you exuded, and I was just like, this bitch, fucking hate her. I get a paper cut, and I want to die. She's got a mess, and she's smiling. I am grateful to have that mindset. It's made a lot of things easier. Could you stop giving your wine bottle a hand job? I'm sorry. I just like this little part that goes. Stop jumping! Oh god, that wine bottle's gonna file a harassment suit. <laughs> All right, next question. We got a lot of them, so we probably should give shorter answers. Um, thank you, Cami, for your questions and for inspiring this Q and A episode. So our next questions come from our dear friend Sarah. Um, so her first question was, describe the outfit that makes you feel like you. I have mine. Okay. Go ahead. So, one of my favorite things in the world to wear is a dress and tights. With like a, a waist cinching belt and a jean jacket or a jacket of some sort. But what really makes it is like wearing some high heels. 
and just feeling like real put together. That's that's me. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll tell you my my favorite article of clothing. You're gonna hate this because it's the dress that you're supposed to fix for me. <laughs> it's got a little hole in it. I'm real sad about it. Um, but I got it at uh, Torrid, and it's like a chiffonish dress. It's black and it's got kind of like autumnal flowers on it. Um, and it's my most favorite dress in the world. I should just see if they have other colors and buy more of it. Um, they have that exact dress style. In a lot yeah. Of colors. So um, I just love it a lot because it makes me feel pretty and it's very like flattering. So I feel good in it. And I a lot of times I'll wear that with these really soft pants that kind of look like leggings. And they've got a hole in the knee, but the dress is long enough that you don't see it when you're wearing those. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so I like to wear that dress with the really soft pants and then like some supportive uh, Velcro sandals, <laughs> like Tiva's, <laughs> and or I'll wear my salt waters. But like at this point in my life, like I want to feel cute and I want to feel pretty, but at the same time I want to be comfortable because my whole body is in crisis. So when I put that outfit on, I feel like yeah, this is who I am. I'm comfy, but I also look good and I look in. <laughs> and also probably a headband. <laughs> I wear a lot of headbands. Um, how many pets could you have in your apartment before it's too many? Um, I'd say the two we have is a good yeah, amount. Yeah, I was going to say any more than we have now, probably. <laughs> However, were we to get a dachshund, they don't take up much room. And I think it would look really cute to have Bowie and like a little weenie dog <laughs> but cuddling up My together. cat would die if a second dog came into this house. Finally, let's get another fucking cat! <laughs> I think that a, a second cat could be possible, but I think that we've got our hands full as it is right now. One cat and one dog. <laughs> In addition to the yeah. one cat and one dog we have. Okay. So, four pets. Alright. That could be a little much for this apartment, but... <laughs> This apartment is huge. We're not even using the dining room. <laughs> That's true. We don't even have a table, so who cares? <laughs> exactly. Okay, you can have another dog if I can have another cat. Alright, here are questions from Drew. Uh, describe your favorite musical, or he said music-related memory. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> one of... I keep coming with these answers so quickly. I know. I guess, I'm glad because it gives me a minute to think. <laughs> one of my friend's... Okay, so in order to graduate from the music department, you had to put on a senior recital. Um, and I was in a couple of my friends' recitals, but one of them, it was my absolute, it was like the pinnacle of my musical career. <laughs> um, he asked me kind of two weeks before his recital, and I was just like, oh, okay. And it was this song, um, oh, I don't remember what it's called. I think it's by Shinedown. Um, anyway. It's like a, a more like belty, he had me sing it one time in rehearsal to replace the person who wasn't there, and then he's just like, I'm going to tell that person not to come anymore, can you please just do this? Because I sounded that good. <laughs> um, anyway, so during the night of the performance, like the lights were all perfect, I'm like front of the stage, and just, just like this wave of just self-confidence just comes over me, and I don't know who I am at that point, but I am just fucking rocking it. And everyone came up to me afterwards and was just like shocked and like oh my god that was so good <laughs> I know 
Um, but it was the it was the one time that I really truly felt like myself on stage, and I felt like I was doing what I wanted to be doing on yeah. the stage. Yeah, I'll have to remember the name of the song. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. I have so many, it's so hard to choose. But one that might be a little, like, I feel like obvious answers are like, I loved my senior recital. This recital I did in Sacramento, I loved. It was great. Big in choir, I love. <laughs> um, but one of my favorite things that I don't talk about as often was when I was in marching band my senior year of high school. I did not march. I was drafted to be in the pit and play the vibraphone. And um, so we would do, go do like competitions and things, which is all new to me because I wasn't in band up until that last year. And um, I wasn't very good, but I could play our field show. And I had my my um, notes were written in Sharpie on the keys so that I could play <laughs> faster and remember. Um, but we were at our last, this was our last competition of the season and so it was all the seniors last band competition um and we waited around I kind of waited around all day because the marching people did their parade and everything and I was not a part of that um but I was just waiting for the field show and it started to storm really bad it was raining really heavily um there was a little bit of like thunder and lightning and so they said, like, we're not going to be able to do the field show because, you know, lightning and no. instruments. <laughs> <laughs> and the seniors were crushed. They were so sad that they didn't get to do their last field show ever. Um, and so everybody was kind of, like, sitting on the bus trying to stay dry, and it was just, like, quiet and sad. And then... Um, remember if it was my teacher who told us or somebody else who got the news and ran on the bus but they were like we're doing the field show <laughs> so we all got like you know um you know uniformed up and ready to go we went out on the field it was pouring rain and so we did the field show in the pouring rain I'm like doing my vibraphone thing water splashing up in my face every time the mallet hits the keys all the notes that I had written on the keys washed off so <laughs> I was going <laughs> so low but it was like I don't even know how we sounded, but it felt like the best performance that we had done all season because everyone was so happy that they got to do their last competition and, you know, it just felt like total, you know, victory over the weather. <laughs> and then afterwards, like, my band teacher was, like, walking down the line of people and he, like, stopped and gave me a huge hug and I just felt, like, so happy and proud of the moment. And then afterwards, they did, like, I guess this is a regular thing. I don't know how things go, but they did, like, a little, like, senior dinner thing. So they set up in one of the tents where we had our, all our stuff. They had, like, a dinner, and there were collages of each senior and their pictures. I had, like, by, like, two pictures of me in band. And um, it was just really fun. And everybody gave, you know, little little speeches to the band and cried. And <laughs> it was whatever. But it was just really cool doing that field show in the rain. And uh, I think that we won first place in our division we won something I forget what place it was but yeah so it was really good but anyway that's always stuck with me because it's one of my favorite memories ever <laughs> all right um it drew's other question what was your favorite book you read in uh school any grade yeah I'm like teachers kept throwing books at me <laughs> I was trying to think through, because I read so many books on my own, but I was trying to think of, like, the ones you had to read for class. Yeah, me too. The problem is that I was so into the classics, I read a lot of them before we did the class, <laughs> and then I was just the annoying kid who had read it already. Yeah. But I, I think I really enjoyed getting into, like, 
class in-depth anal analysis of Jane Eyre. I really, I had already read it and I loved it. And then we went through it again and discussed it and the cool things we got to do with it because the teacher was so good. I really liked the time that we spent on Jane Eyre. Um, I really don't know, if I'm being honest. I read, like, a lot of really good books. Um, in AP English, there were a couple, um, that I enjoyed. Uh, Oedipus Rex, Tess of the Durbervilles, um, The Metamorphosis, or is it just Metamorphosis? I can't remember. I think it's The. The Friends Kafka one. Um... Also, To Kill a Mockingbird, read that oh, yeah. in, like, eighth grade or something. Yeah, that's my mom's favorite book. <gasps> Animal Farm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. See, book. I just keep thinking of, like, all, uh -huh. these, all these things. George Orwell stuff was really good. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop because I don't think I can <laughs> keep going. I loved reading and I loved the assigned stuff. Me, too. Yeah. I got really excited when we got to read Pride and Prejudice because it was already one of my favorite books. <laughs> I don't even need to read this bitch, but I'll do it. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, if you're clicking, it's uh, Louise picking at her toenails. <laughs> Why you gotta fucking put me on blast I like that? that. <laughs> I want it off, and the nail polish remover isn't working. <laughs> okay, our next questions are from Allison. My mom. <laughs> If you could have dinner with anyone, either a like a historical figure or a fictional character, who would it be? Hedy Lamar. She was really cool. Yeah, fucking brilliant, <laughs> beautiful, um, and completely underrated. Like, she's part of the reason we have Bluetooth technology. Yeah. Look her up if you don't know who Hedy Lamar is. <laughs> Amazing human being. Yes, definitely. And a woman. Hell yeah. And this is like. The 20s or 30s or something? Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, just, you know, when women weren't allowed to be amazing, she was fucking amazing. <laughs> um, I think in that same kind of vein, mine would be Judy Garland. But like, in her younger years, um, when she was like, fresh-faced, like, um, where we like, meet me in St. Louis kind of age. Um, but I just think that she and I would be really good friends because she was funny and cool and, um, we could sing together and, <laughs> and I just love her a lot. So I just would want to like talk to her and hear everything about her life and thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I kind of figured that's what you would do. <laughs> um, and then, okay, this one could be polarizing, but she said, what are three things you love about each other and three things that drive you crazy? <laughs> oh god. Let's let's preface this with we still love each other. Yes. And we're allowed to be brutally honest and I'm not gonna say we're not allowed to get mad, but within the context of the podcast, we're not allowed to get mad. Yeah. I mean my things would be like little things. Same. Yeah. Uh, there there <laughs> aren't any like ginormous flaws that I'm just like, Well now I get to finally let it out. <laughs> this is a place to air my grievances. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, you go first. Okay. Um, first, the things that I love about you. No, let's start with the bad ones. <laughs> oh, you want to get that out first. That'll make you feel better with the good things. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. Three things that drive me crazy. Um, 
I would say uh, when you throw a tantrum and I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> Sometimes she'll just lay on the floor and be like, pay attention to me. And I'm like, I, I am. What? I don't know. <laughs> um, Fair. <laughs> Those annoy me too, by the way. <laughs> They're called panic attacks. <laughs> also, um, when you leave the wax warmer on all night. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> And um, when you text during the podcast. <laughs> I haven't this time. <laughs> You've been good this time. Good. Last time I was getting legitimately annoyed. <laughs> I was like, oh my fucking God. It was important. Oh, Louise, sorry. Cut <laughs> <laughs> that up. See that? <laughs> okay, now Okay, alright, and the good things. Okay. Um, I love how, like, much of a, like, a caring, nurturing person you are. Um... So, especially, for some reason, you get into mother mode when you're drunk. I don't know what it is, but you just want to, like, take care of me and, like, wrap me in a blanket and pet my head. I'm just, like, <laughs> used to drunk mothers. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, you like to look after me and make sure that I've had my water and that I get up on time and ask me if I've taken my medicine. And it just makes me feel like you care about what happens to me. <laughs> Somebody has to feed me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and as much as I give you shit for being needy, I do love that you love spending time with me and that I can, um, that we can get a lot of attention from each other and do things together all the time. Like from recording a podcast? Yes. (laughs) And third, I love that we have music in common and that you can appreciate the, you know, nerdy things that I get excited about or practice things with me, or come sing in choir with me, which was so fun. So, yeah. I think those are my three things. Alright. Would you like me to start with the good things or the bad things? I'll just start with the bad things. Okay. Um, 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 Oh, I was actually thinking about one yesterday. And I was like, how can I bring this up without sounding like a complete and total bitch? Um, because a lot of the time, I have to go back through and rewash your dishes for you. Um, especially pots. Um, because I don't, I think it might be because you usually do dishes and your glasses are off, so you can't really see that there's still schmutz on them. Mm-hmm. But, like, when there's, like, a big old thing of dishes done, I'm like, all right, I know what I'm doing today. (laughs) That's That's, fair. It's not that big of a deal, but, yeah. Um, Also, this is more of a dig on myself than you, but I just, like, I don't, I don't know how you can handle things being, like, um, what's the word? It literally just, cluttered. Like, I... In order to relax in the living room, I have to fold all the blankets and, like, set the pillows up. But she can, like... Like, we can come in in the morning after we, you know, after last night's TV festivities, and she'll just sit down and, and just be content to, like, drink her coffee or her tea. <laughs> and I'm just like, how, how do you not have to fold all the blankets right now? <laughs> but like I said, that's more of a dig against myself. I get that. <laughs> um, um, also, you're a cat lady. Okay. And I get how that drives you crazy. Yes. Um, (laughs) Mostly because I don't think you love your niece, Bowie, enough. 
What about her treats today? That's true. She fucking loved those. I didn't get Ned shit because I knew he would need it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Spoil my girl with food. <laughs> she cool. <laughs> and if I have to only name three things that I love about <laughs> you, um, like I said before, just like that, that ability to see like good things, even though everything can be shitty. And when I, like, came to bring you stuff in the hospital, um, when no one else was with you, you were just, like, on your phone, just like, oh, hey, Sarah! <laughs> I was like, you just got, like, a life-changing diagnosis. Can you please be a little more sad right now? And she, like, asked me to dry shampoo her hair for her, and I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I'd wipe your ass right now. Um, not anymore, though. That, that, that train has yeah. sailed. <laughs> the first month of MS was the threshold. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, uh, also, so this is like a half one because it's, I don't think it should count, <laughs> but like your willingness to put up with me, because <laughs> like you said, sometimes I'm on the floor and I don't know what I need, but I'm just in distress and you're just like, okay, <laughs> do what you need to do. <laughs> and you're not just like, oh, I'm going to my room. I can't fucking handle this. Um. So yeah, your willingness to put up with my shenanigans. Um, also, how supportive you can be, because I think most people who listen know that I've had like a really shitty. It's basically been two years, but the last six months have just been exceptionally shitty. Um, and Grace has always been the one to be like, "It's okay, and you're gonna be fine, and let's watch The Office, and <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll feed you and." Um, and also that you cook. That's another thing. <laughs> um, a lot of the times I have a hard time eating. And she'll shove food at me and, you know, mother me into eating. So I mother her about water. And she mothers me about food. And between the two of us, we're mostly functioning adults. Partnership. Yeah. Um, also, your willingness to adventure with me. I think I sometimes come up with some weird ideas and you're like, okay. <laughs> I'll do whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My boudoir is always open. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time for feelings. <laughs> okay, this is Cammy with a K, Drew's um, friend and our friend. Um, if you were Greek gods, which would you be and who would you fight? Mm. I'm not really good at names. Of yeah, I'm not. Should we look them up? <laughs> well, we can just. Do you know what they're? They are the gods of. Not really, but if you know, go ahead. <laughs> well, the female god, goddess of war. I think it's Artemis. I think so. Yeah. Um, I would want to be her because I feel like she, the embodiment of her, would be just an Amazonian goddess, tall broad, beautiful, and I think I would fight, um, let's see, probably Zeus, mm -hmm. the horn dog of Greek <laughs> mythology. Get him out of here. Keep it in your pants. I don't know if, Ar I think, is Artemis related? I'm sure she is, but how directly is she related to Zeus? Mm -hmm. See, it's hard, because I'm not good at Greek mythology. But, yeah, Artemis, or... 
maybe yeah there was one there's one god goddess that's like arts and archery and that might be Artemis I know um, Artemis is like archery but yeah I don't know but yeah cause she's badass <laughs> um I think that I would pick um Athena hmm um, I'm reading from the website just because, like, I know who people are, but, like, fair enough. But um, it says she's the goddess of reason, reason, wisdom, and war. Hmm. So she's also, like, the war one, but, like, reason and wisdom I could get with, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then, you know, war if you have to. <laughs> um, and I would... Um, Oh, we're both, uh, they both are of the three virgin goddesses, which is oh boy. very accurate, but, <laughs> um, and it says she taught various human skills such as weaving or protect heroes during war. Oh, wait, was she the one that was, like, obsessed with Od- Odysseus? Od- uh, I don't remember. I don't know things very much. Fair. <laughs> and, um... I think I would fight, uh... Since we're both goddesses of war. Yeah. Anyone. <laughs> I'll say, uh... Helios. God of the dead and riches and king of the underworld. Sounds like a fuck that guy kind of guy. Oh, definitely. <laughs> or maybe that guy that, like, runs the ferry between on the river Styx. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. That guy. Yeah. Punch him in the face. I'm the fairy captain now, bitch. <laughs> I own this fairy. This is my fairy. <laughs> okay, here's um, we've got actually three questions from Mindy, our other friend in Texas. Mindy. Um, I don't know that she's actually listened to the podcast, but she's a very busy human. She's currently directing a production, which um, I get to see next week. Um, so yeah, those are words. Can you like secretly record it so I can also see it? I I can try. Like just ask her if you can like record it for me. Okay. You pay for a ticket. I mean, I'll give her money for another <laughs> ticket. But, like I really want to see it, but I can't okay. be there. I'll see what I can do. All right. She says, describe your first kiss. Um, I don't remember my first kiss. Really? I I know a bunch of kisses I've had, but I don't know sequentially which one came first. Yeah. Um, but they were all awful, so awful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, my first one wasn't great. Um, it was my, uh, first boyfriend in high school. I had, like, two, like, quote-unquote boyfriends in middle school, and I think we maybe, like, pecked on the, like, on the cheeks. (laughs) Is that what people do in middle school? (laughs) But, um, my freshman year, my boyfriend, Jesse... Um, we would hang out after school while I waited to get picked up by my mom because he just walked home and his friend would always come hang out, which is really annoying. Um, and he... You hear that, Jesse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and basically our kiss, like we were, you know, saying 
like on the side saying like romantic things to each other while his friend said some dumb shit over on the side and then like he wanted to kiss me but it like wasn't convenient so then like when his friend wasn't looking he would just like turn and just like Nyah. and we were like okay we kissed <laughs> I'm really glad I don't remember my first kiss yeah. so and he and I you know would later you know make out further but that was our first it was very like I don't know it was weird and awkward <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't like super fast or anything but you could tell like he did like you know a little bit of smooching but you could tell that like he wanted he needed to get over with before his friend was being a dumbass again gross so, and he turned out to be a piece of shit so oh cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay here's a good one um mindy wants to know what's your dream stage role Anastasia, which has just recently become a stage production, or Ariel from Little Mermaid, but probably Anastasia. Um, I feel like it's in that, like, butter zone of my voice, but, like, even before then, the the movie, I loved all the songs that she sang. Meg Ryan can get it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I just really identify with the story. Not that I'm, like, a Russian princess or anything, but, you know. (laughs) Having a hard life and then yeah. hoping for better days. Yeah, I get that. I very, my voice type is very much like old-fashioned um, musical theater. So I, I have two. I would say one that would be more realistic for me to have would be Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella. I love Cinderella anyway. And um, I also like all of the music in that show is very much in my good range. And I can sing the heck out of in my own little corner, believe me. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> um, and then my other one, which I don't think would, I wouldn't, even though it's my dream role, I wouldn't actually want to do it because in modern days they've been doing more enlightened productions with people of color playing this role. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be um, Julian Showboat. Oh, that so, would be a good one. my favorite musical. I love Julie's songs. Bill is my favorite song to sing in the whole world. I love Can't, um, Can't Help Loving That Man. Okay. And so I'd love to have that role. But I do really like some of the modern productions have used, like, a woman of color as Julie. Because she be. is technically, <laughs> yeah. Um, and what it's always. In the movie, sorry. In the movie, yeah. it was a white woman. Yeah, and basically, like, Julie's thing is that she passes as white, so nobody's ever known, but, um, so, and, but then, you know, they get in trouble because they find out that her mother was, you know, a person of color, so she is, you know, only half white, but supposedly passing, so it's been played by a white person, but in, um, modern productions, they've had, you know, a woman of color play her and be more jazzy, which I think is very cool, but... You know, if we were doing it the the old school whitewashed way, I would love to play Julie. <laughs> yeah, if I had like a more old fashioned voice, I'd love to do some Rodgers and Hammerstein or some. I don't know. I just have like a. I'm more of a belter. <laughs> yeah, and I'm very much like a more of a. What, who, who am I trying to say? I was gonna say a person that I'm more like the type of. But, yeah, I'm, I'm a, you know, Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. Yeah. <laughs> Desmi. Mary, maybe, like, uh, what's that lady who played um, Cinderella and uh, was in the first Sound of Music? Mary... Oh, sorry, I can't hear anything. 
What's her name? Mary. In the what now? She was the first um, Maria in Sound of Music, and then she was also in Cinderella. First Maria? Oh. I don't know. Her name's Mary something. I don't know why I'm blanking on it. But Is she anyway. the one that's still alive? No. Oh. It's, yeah. So. Like Julie Andrews? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, her, her name is uh, Mary something. Anyway, I'll figure it out later. Probably more doing horoscopes, I'll remember. Probably. Um, okay, our last question. It's <laughs> a great one to finish off with. Oh, gosh. What's your least favorite slang for genitalia? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a real big fan of, like, <laughs> genitalia slang. say this I don't like the word cock mm. that makes me uncomfortable okay. like if someone's trying to sext and they use cock I'm just like oh, no. hold, hold on a second here. <laughs> let's just use dick yeah. but don't also don't say penis because that's a little too that's a little like, too much a little too formal for my sexting yeah. I go for the dick <laughs> dick is perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I hate uh, what you would know as the C word. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it also known as a cunt. Um, I hate that word. It just, I don't know, it just evokes a feeling of rage in me. Um, not just because of the connotations, but it's just a, like, unpleasant word. I don't know what it is, but yeah, so I hate that one. <laughs> Who asked that? Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right, guess. Way, to, way to get to like the you know crux of our personality. Know. <laughs> she knows. She got to the depths of our souls. I think we would have to start over on Mary episode. Martin. Oh, okay. You were right yes. when we got to horoscopes. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna pull up Ganesha speaks, and then real quick, I'm just gonna Google Lewis and Cinderella and sort of music. Mary Martin. I'm more of a Mary Martin than a Belter. That's what I'll say. A little bit more of an Adina Menzel. There you go. <laughs> Not quite, but close. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm Adina Menzel's actual range, not the range. Yeah. When she plays a Disney princess. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you want to tell them what we decided about horoscopes? Um, we decided to go back to Ganesha speaks. We were using what was it, co-op or something? Oh, co-star. Co-star. Um. And it's it's a really good website, but more so for like the our personal enjoyment, not so much for a podcast. I feel like with Ganesha Speaks, the the vagueness and the language and how also specific it was, it just yeah. kind of made it a little bit more funny for us yeah. and our purposes. So we're gonna return to Ganesha Speaks. Yeah, like I'd still look at CoStar for myself, but I think Ganesha is better for the podcast. Yeah, well and with CoStar there's so much written and it's more in depth. And with Ganesha yeah. Speaks it's just like you're gonna step there's in a, a pothole. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, Bailey. <laughs> All um, right. Invest in that hole. <laughs> So we're going to kind of refresh. We won't recap from last week because we didn't do it last week. Um, and then next week we can uh, kind of we'll catch, back, catch up. back up. So um, this is yours for tomorrow. Okay. And then you can read mine. Um, the oath of friendship that you once took as a bunch of raggedy misfits still holds true. Aww. And your best buddies are the ones who will stand by your side through hell or high water. Ganesha sees in you the desire to cherish such friends Improve your appreciation by treating them with graceful munificence. Money is never an issue when it comes to people close to your heart, says Ganesha. 
except I have to pay rent. But yeah. I think they're telling you that you need to buy me something. Uh, if I had money, I totally would. <laughs> if we didn't have rent coming up, we just paid rent. But, like, it, it it's comes every weeks. month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's mine. All right, cancer. I screenshotted it. Just so you know that yeah. I remembered. All right. You will help others and be cheerful. Feels Ganesha. That's weird. But anyway. You will inspire and encourage others. Closeness with beloved will gladden you. Glad, gladden. I don't know why I can't do double D's. Ha! Sorry. I can usually only do one at a time myself. Girl. Closeness with beloved ones will gladden you. You will be attracted to special person and it will benefit you. Oh. I don't know what that last part means. Um, at work, I am generally cheerful and try to help people, so that could be an accurate thing. My ragtag group of friends has always been there for me, yeah. which is why they're still my <laughs> ragtag group of friends. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, just remember to appreciate me tomorrow, you know? <laughs> I fucking guess. Even though you're leaving me. I am going places. I'm going to have this up tomorrow, but we're going to Sacramento to see my family, and I'll be home. Monday, Tuesday. We're going to do an early podcast recording. And then I will be off to Texas on Wednesday. Until Monday. To see my sister and my brother-in-law and my niece and Mindy in Little Shop of Horrors. My soul just left my body. (laughs) I'm going to be alone. Louise doesn't like it when I leave. No, I don't, because now I don't have anyone to talk to. (laughs) Anyway, uh, send uh, caring thoughts to Louise. Anyone want to date? <laughs> yeah, you want to date that? You want to date me? I have severe panic attacks, and um, sometimes I lay on the floor and don't know what I need. <laughs> She's a catch. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm smart, and I'm tall, and I'm pretty, and I'm awful at adulting. In a charming way. But she's great at sex, so. Yes. So I've heard. <laughs> so I've heard. I have not experienced it. I've never, I've never had any complaints, I'll tell you that much. Do you have anything you want to say to the people? Don't stop. Never give up. And we won't stop giving all we, all we. So we just rolled over on her back to like itch it a little bit. It was really cute. <laughs> anyway, never give up. <laughs> yeah, I would say the same. I had a bunch of really bad days at work this week, but I keep going. Always look on the bright side of life. Don't copyright me. Let's get this bread. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we said enough. <laughs> Alright, love you everyone. Thank you for your questions. Bye. Bye.